It's all about cricket on the program. And now as we look back at the game yesterday, McLean Park and Napier, and also choose to look forward to Mount Manganui on Saturday, where game two of the five-match series takes place. And we're joined by a man who came out of that rather unfortunate game with his reputation still intact. I can say that to Doug Abrasel. Can't I? You must be feeling reasonably pleased about your contribution to an ultimately losing effort. And welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Duffy. Um, oh, yeah, pretty disappointing. Obviously, um, you want to start the series pretty well, um, and we didn't do that. We were beaten by a good Indian side, so yeah, I guess it's the beauty of a five-match series. We can um, turn things around pretty quickly, hopefully, um, and get stuck into them on Saturday. Is that what the general upshot is amongst the team after that game? Is it not too much dwelling, more like looking forward? No, not too much dwelling. Um, you know, we we all know that it was a pretty average performance, and that can sort of happen, I guess. Um, but the way the way that they've been playing cricket, you know, obviously against Sri Lanka um, and before that as well, has been some real positives. So you can't really dwell on a performance like that too much, and um, especially with only a couple of days break, you've got to sort of just uh, back what you've been doing well and, and move on to the next game. Yeah, we're the media, though. We like dwelling on disappointment. That's how we make our bickies. That's a fair comment, eh, Doug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So how how much of that was at, well, India playing you into a corner or how much of it was you guys actually helping them play you into a corner? Where do you think the, the, the blame lies, if you want to apportion blame anywhere? Oh, I think you can look at, at both sides. They're, they're a very strong team and they've come off a successful tour of Australia, obviously. Um, and we played some pretty poor cricket. Um, obviously, didn't get enough runs. Um, and with the ball, I think we're a little bit off as well. Although we created a couple of chances, but yeah, all around pretty, uh, just a pretty average day. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll turn that around quickly in a couple of days' time. The biggest talk around that international is plainly what happened with the sun. I mean, in India, the big talk will be around the fact that they won, but around here, it's all about the sun. Uh, what, a, what an odd occurrence, but we kind of knew it was going to happen. You would have been aware, Doug, that there was a potential because it happened a couple of days back at the T20 match between the Stags and the Kings. Yeah, yeah, it did actually. So um, it's a funny one because yeah, you don't usually go off um, because it's too sunny. But I guess um, Hawks Bay turned it on, and it was it was pretty hot, and it was a nice day. And um, to be fair, we didn't think it was that bad. But I guess the umpires made a call, and um, you know we sort of had to go off for that break. So um, that's the way it is. Yeah. But were you prepared for that as a team, knowing that it may happen and you might have to walk off? Was that talked about beforehand? No, it wasn't really talked about, um, but, you know, I guess as the sun got a little bit lower, it sort of, it did get um, a little bit glary, so it, there was a few discussions around it, uh, but at one stage I thought we'd be okay, and then I had to go, um, and they made that call, so, yeah, it was just one of those things that sort of stopped the game for 20 minutes, half an hour or so. You went out there for for a great deal of time as far as the time you spent in the middle uh, waving a bat about the place. I'm not trying to be insulting you, but I, w- I want to find out what you made of that pitch because we thought it was going to be a belter. There were people throwing around crazy terms like 300, 350. It wasn't that good. Did the Indian bowlers make it look better or, or was it a bit sticky? What was the guts out there in the middle, Doug? Um, if I'm honest, it was probably a little bit on the slower side than normal at McLean Park. Um it's been pretty hot and windy the last few days, so I imagine that would have played a part to dry the surface out a little bit. Um, but in fairness, it was a pretty good wicket. Um, you know, it was certainly not a 150-run wicket. Um, 
you know, obviously we 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 didn't bat as well as we should have. Uh, so yeah, look, it wasn't the typical sort of hard fast playing park wicket, but you got a international level, you have to adapt pretty quickly to whatever conditions you got. Doug Brosell joining the program. So what kind of plans are you going to put in place to, uh, I suppose, uh, put up a wall in front of the likes of Mohamed Shami started particularly well and their twin tweakers as well? Because uh, I suppose the way the tail dealt with them wasn't great, but it's not really expected from the tail, is it? But what are you going to alter ahead of this game on Saturday to deal with the threat that those tweakers possess? Um, yeah, I guess we'll get together tomorrow at training and we'll have a chat about that. Um, but we're sort of having a day off today, a travel day, and... So we'll, we'll assess that tomorrow, I guess, in our in our group as a bowling unit where we can be better and then as a batting unit where, where can we be better. And one of those things might be how we look to play the spinners, but we might be up against, you know, different conditions at the mount. Um, so we'll have to have a look at the surface and, and go from there. I suppose when you look at the, the, the bowling and what occurred there, when you're defending such a meagre total, it's probably a little hard to unload on the bowling attack because it simply had nothing to play with. Didn't seem to bother you too much, though. Seven overs, one for 23. They're pretty good figures, all things said and done. What do you put that down to? What do you attribute to that for that for those uh, that great those great figures? Excuse me, stumble, stumble. Um, I just look to keep things pretty simple um, and bash, bash a good area. Um that was pretty much it. And, you know, got got one in the right area and managed to get a wicket early, which always helps, um, especially with confidence. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, at a low total, I guess you've got to sort of just run in and, and look to take wickets and be aggressive. Um, you know, it wasn't to be. Um, we made a, you know, we created a couple of chances. And, um, yeah, so I think that as a unit, we need to be a little bit better, probably with, just with the execution side and, be a little bit more disciplined um, because we know we're up against a, a very strong Indian batting lineup. Well, here's a stat for you, Doug, to keep you happy going into Saturday. Only once, that was this time last year, uh, have uh, the Black Caps in the last four years lost consecutive home one-day internationals, and that was up against the English, and that second one was only like a four or five-run defeat. So history suggests you guys bounce back, and uh, you have to. You have no choice now, do you? Okay, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> as far as far as the batting is concerned, because I mean, there's a lot of talk, and and plainly you've been you know thinking about this. You might tell me you haven't been, but we've got a World Cup a team to be announced eventually. There's a lot of guys fighting it out for these all round positions. Where do you think you sit in the pecking order, and where do you think you can improve to maybe secure yourself a ticket on the plane? Um, yeah, to be honest, I'm sort of just thinking about this series and trying to trying to do what I can and put my hand up, you know, both with the bat and the ball. Um, but yeah, I guess, like you said, there's a lot of competition. I think in the bowling ranks and the all-round um, ranks especially as well. So, you know, it's it's just about sort of keeping things simple and trying to work on your game. And, you know, the rest of that sort of stuff will hopefully take care of itself. If I'm doing the best I can for the team and if I'm putting my hand up, then yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully that sort of stuff will, will come into consideration. Vera Coley, uh, the, the greatest... Test one day T20 cricketer there is currently, maybe in all time we'll see when he retires, has decided he's not going to play the last two one day internationals. Does that deflate your team to a degree when you've got a chance to take on and bowl to a guy like that? And what about the fans? Do you think they should feel a little a little ripped off more than anything, Doug? Oh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I guess that's obviously a decision they've made on based on his workload, I imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's obviously a quality player and, and every time you come up against a guy like that, it's it's awesome to sort of, you know, challenge yourself against the best. 
So, um, yeah, it'll be good. Um, you know, the next couple of games, we'll hopefully get a crack and have another chance at him. Um, and in terms of, I guess, yeah, the, the comment on the fans, um, I guess that's just the way it is. Sometimes guys need to have have a rest. Um, sort of no, doesn't matter who you are. Um, sometimes you need to have a little bit of a rest and sort of recharge your batteries. Well, it's your travel day and supposedly your rest day and you've got to deal with the media, so maybe I should give you a chance to take a rest and recharge your batteries and we look forward to seeing you on the deck if you get selected for the game on Saturday. Doug Bracewell, congratulations on a, a good performance amongst the interesting performance from the whole team and thanks for joining the show. Cheers, Darcy. Appreciate it.